Welcome to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie J. Clark. Rediscovering Normal is all about living life differently than the world expects you to. It's about finding your faith and being led by the Spirit in all that you do. Life is hard, but when you're rediscovering normal, you can find joy and peace in the challenges when you do life with Jesus. So grab your Bible and join me as we begin rediscovering normal together. Hi friend, I'm so happy you're here. We're finally to the last part in this series. The last two weeks have been longer episodes than usual, but they are heavy topics. Today will be slightly shorter, however, certainly not any less important than the first two. Today might be the hardest topic of the three, co-parenting. Not many people talk about it, but I think that needs to change. So many people feel like they are alone in it and have no one to turn to for advice. I hope to shed some light on the topic, not only to help anyone who might be going through this, whether that's being new to co-parenting or just looking for some encouragement to hopefully help you on your co-parenting journey, but I also hope this helps anyone who doesn't understand co-parenting, or maybe you are a friend or family member to someone who is co-parenting. Maybe this will help you also understand how to help support your loved one. So let's get to it. Co-parenting sucks. There's no other way to describe it. It's the absolute hardest. Divorce gives you a sense of freedom that you aren't sure what to do with. At least I didn't. But it also comes with heartache and anxiety and most likely depression, whether you want to admit it or not. Co-parenting is really hard. I don't want to share my baby. It's hard enough sharing with the other parent, but there could also be a bonus parent involved. Yes, I prefer to use the term bonus parent instead of step parent. So not only do you have to let go and share with your ex-spouse, you also have to share with someone else too. This is hard. If you're struggling with co-parenting right now, it's okay. It may never be easy, but my hope and prayer for you is that it will always get easier. If you have a great co-parenting relationship already, I'm proud of you because I'm sure it wasn't easy to begin with and you may hit a rough patch in the future. I want to say that I understand everyone's co-parenting situation will be different than mine. And I also understand that due to specific circumstances, the advice and encouragement that I have to offer may not work for your situation. I'm only speaking from my experience and how I believe two loving parents should behave in co-parenting situations. So please know that I hope you can tell this all comes from a place of love. Someone once said about my son, Oh, it's hard for him to understand. This certainly isn't normal. This bothered me. Like, it really bothered me. The truth was, yes, it's hard for him to understand because he was so young. However, it's also all he knows. My son doesn't have any memories of his parents being together. He was only a year old when I made the decision to leave. I'm not sure if my son heard that comment as I wasn't there for that conversation, but if he had heard it, this could have made him question things even more. 
Regardless if he heard it or not, it still bothered me because this is the life he's living. It's the life our entire family is living. Normal or not, it's our normal because it's what we have to live with. You know, we're all rediscovering normal, right? Your child or children did not choose this. So you don't get a choice in whether you co-parent or not. You have to make it work for them. They shouldn't have to wonder why their life isn't normal because they have a blended family. Normal is different for each one of us, and we should never make our children feel like they aren't normal. If we don't help our children through this while they're young, will they need therapy when they're older? Well, maybe. They might need therapy even if we do help them understand this is their normal. Regardless, you should do everything you possibly can to change what it means to be part of a blended family. But you still can't do anything about what goes on at the other household. And if you're anything like me, this was a control issue that took a bit of time for me to let go of. Not that I wanted to control what happened when he's not with me, but as a mom, I wanted to know how he slept, how he ate, did he brush his teeth, did he get a hug before bed, does he know how much I love him even though I'm not there? If you have a blended family, you must make it a priority to make it normal and not let your children think there's something wrong because their parents couldn't make it work. Make it normal to talk to your children about their other parent when they're with you. My son began asking questions as he got older and began to get curious about relationships. And it all started when I was expecting my third child and he began asking questions about the name and then the last name in particular. That led to more questions about how my last name used to be the same as his, but it's not anymore. And then that led to talking about my marriage with his dad and then my marriage with his bonus dad and his dad's marriage with his bonus moms. The conversation just kept evolving and they'll continue to evolve as he gets older and understands more about God. When these questions come up, I just answer as honestly as I can. I try to help him understand that God knew we needed his bonus dad and we needed his bonus mom. I'm so blessed to have a great relationship with my son's bonus mom. She was meant to be in my son's life, and I'm grateful for everything she does for him when I'm not around. I'm also extremely grateful to have her in my life as well. Maybe not only did my son need her, but maybe I needed her too. I'm sure the conversations with my son will continue to evolve. The most important thing I make sure my son knows is that no matter what, I will always love his dad because he gave me my son. More importantly, I will always love his dad because Jesus tells us to love one another as we love ourselves. Okay, go ahead and grab your Bible. I have a list of scripture for you. And I'll also include a link in the show notes if you want to refer back later. The first is Galatians chapter 5 verse 14. And it tells us, for the whole law is fulfilled in one statement, love your neighbor as yourself. Galatians is the first that I reference because this specific scripture is what I can, I always recall first, but the Bible tells us to love our neighbor eight different times. 
So this is where you can go to the show notes and grab the link for all of these scriptures. So that way you don't have to try to quickly flip through and highlight them as I go through. But here you go. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18. Do not take revenge or bear a grudge against members of your community, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Matthew chapter 19 verse 19. And love your neighbor as yourself. Matthew chapter 22 verse 37 through 39. He said to him, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mark chapter 12, verse 30 through 31. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other command greater than these. Luke chapter 10, verse 27. He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Romans chapter 13, verse 9. The commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not covet. And any other commandment are summed up by this commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. James chapter 2, verse 8. Indeed, if you fulfill the royal law prescribed in the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. I know not everyone's situation will be like mine. I can only speak to those of you like me who may be hard-headed and not want to offer grace. You may be listening to this and think I'm off my rocker for giving grace like I do, but I'm really not sure that matters. Here's the hard part. I don't care if you don't like your ex-spouse or their new spouse for that matter. Your child loves them. And Jesus tells us at the very least eight times to love our neighbor. That includes loving your ex-spouse and possibly their spouse as well. You must love them, give them grace, and offer forgiveness for any grudge or hurt you may be holding on to. Let it go. Give it to God and let him hold on to the grudge or hurt you have been carrying. It isn't easy, but the Lord is all about using families. If he calls you to something, it won't be for only you. It will be for your entire family. Stop and consider for a moment that the Lord might be using your entire blended family to show others what can be done. There's more work to be done in my co-parenting situation, but I am so blessed to be where we are today. I can easily call my son's bonus mom a friend, and we can chat on and on about so many things. We are very much alike in a lot of ways, but also very, very different. I will always speak kindly about my son's dad, and I will especially always speak kindly about his bonus mom. I will always offer grace to my ex-husband and will continue to tell my son that I will always love his dad. You have to let go of what's already done. The marriage is done. The divorce is done. But co-parenting will never be done. Sure, you might be legally done when your child turns 18, but we should never be done with treating your child's other parent or bonus parent with respect. Release control and let the Lord help you through this. 
Start giving grace, and I promise the Lord will help you through it. The Lord is all about redemption, and he will use your co-parenting situation for his glory if you let him. I have faith that he will use our blended family to show others it can be done, and I have faith he will do the same for yours. I hope you enjoyed this series. I know the last few weeks have been heavy. Marriage is definitely hard, but in my experience, divorce is harder, which makes co-parenting hardest. Marriage is hard, and I don't think enough people talk about the fact that everyone's marriage is hard. We only see highlights on social media, so we compare our marriages to others. We have to stop doing that. When we compare, we lose our joy. Then we long for something that is unrealistic and toxic to our marriages. I'm not saying we need to air out our dirty laundry on social media so people know marriages are hard. Please, for the love of God, do not do that. But I do think it's important to know that everyone has hard parts to their marriage. I also want to remind you, I'll never suggest divorce as your first option if your marriage is hard. But I want to encourage you to not let yourself fall into a shame trap if divorce is what you choose. It's going to be hard, but I pray you learn from your experience and do better because of it. And finally, as you heard in this episode, you'll then have to learn how to love your ex-spouse in order to co-parent. It's the hardest, but it can also be extremely beautiful if you let Jesus use your co-parenting situation for his glory. I hope you are encouraged by this series, whether that's to be a better spouse or let Jesus fix or enhance your marriage or to know that Jesus still loves you if you choose divorce and he can and will make your co-parenting situation beautiful if you let him. And please don't ever hesitate to reach out. I prefer to hang out on Instagram, so find me there if you want to chat. And with that, I'll meet you back here next week. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. Could you do me a huge favor? If you felt the Holy Spirit moving in you during this episode, could you give it a five-star rating or leave a review wherever you're listening? And please share it with someone who may need this message as well. This is the number one way that others find out about the podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, find me on Instagram. Okay, friend, until the next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus.